This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress, with customers and in communities. Visit voiceofmilk.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Ongoing uncertainty regarding the progress of U.S.-China trade talks is testing the patience of U.S. pork producers. Nick Giordano with the National Pork Producers Council says producers are happy to hear the U.S. and Japan struck a trade deal and hope China is next. They get that this is a big deal and that it was never going to be solved overnight. But it's been going on for a long time. It's taken a lot of money out of their pocket. And now, you know, the ante's really been up because with African swine fever there, and, uh, you know, probably at least a third, if not more, of the production pulled out, it's an unprecedented sales opportunity. So, yeah, people have been really patient, but so you got to wonder how long that patience is going to last. Currently, U.S. pork producers face retaliatory tariffs of 50% on exports to China, in addition to the existing 12% duty on U.S. pork. This brings the combined collective tariff rate to 62%, Most competitors only pay 12%. The U.S. rate would increase to 72% if a 10% retaliatory tariff on U.S. pork goes into effect Sunday. Certain producers wanting to grow hemp for the 2020 crop year may obtain crop insurance coverage. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more from the Farm Progress Show. The Department of Agriculture will allow crop insurance coverage for industrial hemp grown in 2020, but Risk Management Agency Administrator Martin Barbary tells AgriPulse there's a catch. USDA will allow hemp to be covered under its Whole Farm Revenue Protection Program, which requires record-keeping only select hemp growers will be able to produce. To have a Whole Farm Policy, you have to have revenue records. And so the people that are going to be eligible for Whole Farm Policy are going to be those that have been growing under the 2014 pilot program anyway, where they were either working with a university or, or State Department of Ag. Passage of the 2018 Farm Bill cleared the way for this change by amending the Controlled Substances Act to allow for cultivation of the crop. Barbary says USDA has a standalone hemp insurance program in the works. We've got a submission at the federal crop insurance board level that we're working with them on. Uh, Timing's kind of up in the air at this point. We're working as fast as we can to get it out. I don't know that we'll get it for 2020, but I think very comfortably we can say we will have a standalone policy, MPCI policy for 2021. He says most policies take two to three years to be developed, but the data collection process for hemp growers has slowed the process of building a standalone program. Reporting from the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, Illinois, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. For more information, visit voiceofmilk.com. USDA's Office of the Chief Economist hopes new details will clear up farmer concerns regarding differences in National Agricultural Statistics Service and Farm Service Agency acreage data. USDA economist Ashley Hungerford says the department wants farmers to understand NASA's methodology is solid. When NAS gives an estimate for planted acreage, they're talking about all the acreage out there. So if they're talking about corn planted acres, They are going to be including the corn that's used for grain, as well as silage, as well as cover crop. And then they account for that later in their harvested acreage. FSA is what people go out and report to their Farm Service Agency office. That's going to be less because it's typically only going to be those people who are using USDA programs. Earlier this month, many farmers began asking questions 
when FSA data showed lower acreage numbers than NAS. President Donald Trump signed into law a new bill that raises the Chapter 12 debt limit from $4.1 million to $10 million. The Family Farmer Relief Act, signed Friday, allows more farmers to qualify under Chapter 12 bankruptcies. A recent analysis from the American Farm Bureau Federation found the delinquency rates for commercial agricultural loans in both real estate and non-real estate lending are at a six-year high. Earlier this spring, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa introduced the bill. Freshman Democratic Congressman Antonio Delgado of New York introduced a companion bill in the House. Learn more about Delgado in our latest Meet the Lawmaker video series at agripulse.com. There you'll also find the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.